I remember this one patient, a young girl about eight or nine years old. Her name was Haley. She had a chronic condition that required chronic medication. It wasn't something available commercially in the dose that she needed. So the pharmacy where I worked compounded an oral suspension for her. Now, no kid likes to take medicine, but this girl had to come to the pharmacy each month with her mom to pick up a prescription. We'd let her behind the counter and pick her own flavor, though. And boy, did we have a selection. We had a whole wall of flavors. Some months, Haley chose banana, others, bubblegum. She liked to mix and match flavor combos, too. We also had veterinary flavorings, but oddly, she never chose the lemon-lime-salmon combo that I suggested. By making her part of the process, giving her agency over her medication experience, she felt empowered. Haley owned her condition. It didn't own her. It is for patients like Haley that I love being a pharmacist. Hello, all pharmacy wonks. Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Pharmacy Coach Podcast. I'm so happy you landed here because it means you've chosen the profession that I so absolutely love. Since we're going to be friends, let me tell you a little bit about myself. My name is Amber Can, and I've been a pharmacist since 2000. I graduated with my PharmD from the University of Kentucky, and then later I earned my MBA from the University of Louisville in 2007. I've worked in a number of pharmacy settings, but more on that later. In all my various practice experiences, there is a thread that runs through it all, working with other healthcare professionals. I discovered early in my career, I love working with and educating pharmacists, physicians, and other professionals who take care of people. That's why I started The Pharmacy Coach, to help you, the student, who is considering a career path in pharmacy to get into pharmacy school, to survive the journey, and to thrive in your career. I began my career as a pharmacist at a small town community hospital. While lots of my classmates were signing on at big box store pharmacies with equally big salaries, that path really didn't interest me. I had a hometown honey with a job and I wasn't really looking to relocate. I also didn't want to lose that hospital knowledge, the sterile compounding, pharmacokinetic dosing, the problem solving for critically ill patients. After I was there for about a year, an opportunity opened up at a family-owned pharmacy nearby. This was a small, independent store where they provided some pretty progressive services for the time. There was a sterile and non-sterile compounding component, traditional pharmacy dispensing, medical oxygen, and patient-specific pharmacist-delivered interventions. At the time, my career goal was to own my own independent pharmacy. This was the perfect opportunity to break into that world where the patient base and the services were already established. And so I made the move. My then husband, we'll call him my husband, got a job promotion and I moved from that small compounding pharmacy about three years later. We relocated with his job and I decided to work on my MBA. So I took the relocation as an opportunity to begin that journey. I started a job at a chain community pharmacy 
that allowed me to attend classes two days a week. I was there for another three years. During this time, I learned so much about talking to patients, working in a stressful environment, navigating the office politics, and managing technicians. It was very different from my two previous practice settings, but it was another setting where I gained invaluable experience. Another promotion and relocation with my husband three years later, and I was ready for a new experience. It was then that my career took a 90 degree turn. I really wanted something different, unconventional, but I didn't know what. I found a job posted for a member of a team of clinicians converting a sixth hospital system to electronic records. The position was posted for a nurse, but I called to inquire anyway. They hadn't considered hiring a pharmacist, but they brought me in for an interview. I love the idea of working with nurses and pharmacists, physicians, all while using my technology and my management skills. They revised the position to fit a pharmacist's salary, and I was hired. It was one of the best teams I've worked with, and it was the first time I felt really part of a work family, and I loved the work. I stayed in that setting for four years. When life took turns I couldn't ever predict, I relocated again, this time without the husband. I found myself in a new practice setting in 2013, academia. It's there that I've stayed for the past six years, longer than any position I've ever held. I work with student pharmacists every day, and I love the energy, the innovation, and the creativity of being at a college of pharmacy. It's there that I'm surrounded by my tribe. In my faculty appointment, I'm able to work with patients, legislators, entrepreneurs, other pharmacists, and researchers. I feel more connected to my beloved profession now than any other time in my life. On that first night shift, after I passed the board exams and got licensed, I remember thinking, there has been a huge mistake. I have fooled people into thinking that I am a pharmacist. And in that independent pharmacy, I remember thinking, this is it. This is where I'm supposed to be. Of course, I had no way of knowing that the wind would blow me in directions I never imagined. The truth is, there was no one place I was meant to be. There is no one job or one setting that's the right one. But the one choice, the first choice I made to be a pharmacist, that was the trap for me. I am so glad you're here, my friend, that you've decided to join my very special trap.